I'm Pastor Tim, and welcome to The Two Greatest. This is episode 1,414. In other words, 1414. Let the Bible be what it is. You know, we can't help it. We read the Bible with our own glasses on. We read it with our experience in mind, our culture, our prejudices, our traditions, and we all do it. But as I've said before, the Bible was not written to us. It was written for us. God gave us the written word in the context of language and culture and customs, etc., in which it was written. And remember, it wasn't one book. This is 66 books written over about 1,500 years. The best way to interpret the Bible is to let the Bible be what it is. This podcast is called The Two Greatest After the Two Greatest Commandments, to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength and to love our neighbor as ourselves. We ask the question, what would it look like for Jesus to live his life of love through us? And we have to understand it through the written word, and the written word comes to us in many different ways. I love the way Michael Heiser put it in his book, The Bible Unfiltered, Approaching Scripture on Its Own Terms. He was writing about the creation debate, and he said this, The people of God chose to write about the fact that he created everything. We're not writing science because they couldn't. And God, of course, knew that. Instead of pressing Genesis into a debate with Darwin or making it cryptically convey the truths of quantum physics, we should let it be what it is so it can accomplish the goals for which God inspired it to assert the fact of a creator and our accountability to him. Rather than fighting the critics on grounds they choose, We ought to insist that they explain why it makes any sense to criticize the Bible for not being what it wasn't intended to be. Following such absurd logic, perhaps, we should expect them to criticize their dog for not being a cat or their son for not being a daughter. That's a whole other debate. Their attack is patently absurd, but we endorse it when we make the Bible a modern science book instead of letting it be what it is, what God intended. He goes on to say, The same problem persists when we try to deny that the Old Testament is patriarchal or that parts of the Mosaic law were biased against women. Some are because that was their culture. God didn't hand down a new culture for a particular use in Scripture. He didn't demand that the writers he chose change their worldview before he used them. The biblical material simply reflects the cultural attitudes of the people who wrote it. Again, All this is obvious, but so many students of Scripture seem to approach such issues with the assumption that the Bible endorses a culture. God wasn't trying to endorse a culture from the first millennium B.C. or the first century A.D. for all time and in all places among all peoples. The reason ought to be apparent. God knew that the truths he wanted to get across through the biblical writers would transcend all cultures. Endorsing the prejudices the writers grew up with wasn't what God had in mind. Some parts of Scripture reveal culture simply as a part of Israel's history. Others focus on behavior. With respect to the latter, God let the writers be who they were, i.e., he knew what he was getting at when he chose them for the task, knowing that they were capable of communicating timeless principles of conduct by means of their culture. The point is that letting the Bible be what it is only helps us interpret Scripture accurately but it has unexpected apologetic value. Taking Scripture on its own terms helps our focus and fends off distractions. When Scripture is rightly understood, its relevance will also be clear.
Wow, I don't know about you, but I find that very helpful. Christians end up fighting battles over the Bible that we don't need to fight, podcast family. The written word points us to the living word Jesus, and when we get to him, we don't need to make the Bible into something God didn't inspire it to be. Here's the great question. How does this understanding of Scripture free you up to love more and fight less? Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the gift of Scripture. Thank you for the Word of God. Let it speak. Accomplish the purpose for which you send it out, but forgive us for making it into petty fights with people who demand the Bible be something it's not. It was written in various cultures, yet it's the infallible Word today. It was written by people who lived in cultures much different than our own, yet it leads us to the timeless Savior for all people in all generations. Help us to rightly divide the Word of Truth and let the Bible be what it is. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you'll join me tomorrow for episode 1415. In the meantime, you've heard me quote Tim Keller often. We need to keep the text in context lest we have a pretext for a proof text. I dearly love learning about language, customs, and cultures of Scripture, honoring the different genres in which they were written. But by all means, let's let the Bible be what it is.